interviews definitely um are super whack to me. Like that shit's like, bitch. You and then I guess um uh, because I saw the, the I didn't even um, pay attention to it like today. the funny it's like clip every day with Nicki Minaj. No, I saw the funny clip of it. Apparently, she called somebody during the interview. The interview to see like to, for him to co-sign. Like, yeah. bitch. You on here saying that you a boss? Be a boss. Fuck you. Need a co sign right, for right, right, the whole interview was just Everybody like needs to take Beyonce's approach. Everybody shut the fuck talk. up. Let people talk because Beyonce gets it. Jay Z get it. I've never seen them inter like address rumors. Like she'll post that little clip of her actually pregnant. Like y'all talk about I ain't had no baby, bitch. These are stretch marks. You know she got her little fupa now. Like everybody was trying to say she was pregnant. She didn't say she wasn't pregnant. She was like I'm embracing my body. She finds ways to address these rumors. Rumors mm-hmm. when she this feels like it, pettiness. but like in like a classy like this is me yeah mm-hmm. way and or sometimes they don't say anything at all and to be honest with you it's like now even my 27 year old not rich and famous self if a bitch is talking shit let that bitch talk right talk. let her talk that's all it's gonna be if you don't have my address and you're not pulling up we don't got no problem. <laughs> like everybody can say I'm whatever the love. fuck they want to. Like I don't. I used to understand the need to like constantly defend yourself. Mm-hmm. But what I cannot, I was, I'm, I'm broke compared to these niggas. You're right. I don't understand what a rich motherfucker got to defend themselves for. for okay. <laughs> that don't make and, no and damn none, sense. None of these people cutting a check. So I really don't understand why they a problem. And I feel like that, and I'm broke. Okay. I feel like yeah. I'm at work. Like okay, but. You don't sign the check, so I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah. Like, I tell my sister that all the time. Like, oh, you having a problem? Is that your supervisor? Is that your boss? Then you don't have a fucking problem. Period. Period. Like, if you, don't, if you have a problem with me, that's a you problem. Because that don't have anything to do with me. All of that just, I don't know. That shit just be weird. I, it is weird. But you know what? Everybody need therapy. And Everybody. I feel like I could tell who has never had a session of therapy, and I feel like she's one of them. Especially after like you she airing help. out Safari, and he not even airing her out. He like, bitch, you tried to kill me. Like I defended you for it. Mm-hmm. And we he been, still be like, I love you. Yeah, he like, we haven't been together for so long. Like, let's let it go. I thought we was positive energy. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. shit like that. Even the way he handled it was mad classy. He didn't say, yeah. like, he didn't address the rumors she was saying besides the fact that he didn't abuse her. Like, it was the other way around. Which I feel like, okay, at that point, like, you come in for something that's damaging, then yeah. you have to yeah. defend yourself. But other than that... Especially something like she domestic came out of nowhere abuse. with the shit. I, yeah, it makes me feel like maybe she been sitting in a corner and been quiet for too long, and now she just like wants to lash out on everybody because that's what it's seeming like. Like she just mm-hmm. lashing all the time now. Like, but my thing is, why do you think have... she's on drugs? Because he's been on drugs and he knows I... what that's like. And remember, he was going on all those rants against like mm-hmm. everybody and coming for everybody, and the whole Migos thing happened and stuff. Yep. And then he got clean. So if I'm going to trust anybody, it's going to be a former drug addict. He's like, that's definitely some pill shit. Yeah, um, I heard that shit. And I don't even... And that was part of the reason I wasn't fucking with Joe Budden because I was like, how this nigga just flip-flopping? But then I heard, you know, his story about him getting clean again because, you know, this is a consistent problem for him. And he... Yeah, and he talks about that... um, he talks about that all the time like how he is something that he's consistently going through and always trying to conquer and shit and so when he yeah when he said that shit I was like I think I'm gonna believe Joe 
Like, I don't even like this nigga, but I don't yeah. even believe him. She, I don't know. Like she, and she's never been like this. So for this to just up and come out of nowhere, like what changed? Because you never used to say shit to nobody. Like just shut up. Everybody Maybe she just, just shut unhappy. up. Probably you know. Uh, and I say Maybe I say that all the time. Mark. Like you could tell who's the unhappiest because and who has nobody to talk to. Because as soon as you talk to them, like hey, how are you? Oh yeah, you know I'm doing good. You know my back been hurt. I had went to the doctor, I but do. you know I lost my insurance because I lost my job, and you know I have been moved in with my mama because like, like right, girl see you later like this is <laughs> I just wanted to know how you were doing they start unpacking yeah, yeah because yeah. they don't have anybody mm-hmm. to talk to and the minute they you know feel any and type I of warmth she feel like she losing her sauce because if you notice all her interviews it start off like that like but, she start going at I'm the best rapper I write my stuff I do this I do that like but a lot of the stuff I also feel like is her karma because like you mad yes. at people not coming into the game the same way Respecting Kim was mad you. and then you shit on her. Like Pink Friday was literally an album of her just shitting yes. all over her. Roman with that whole personality was created just Dude, to shit on her. Shit. Stupid hoe was just <laughs> shitting. Like she just unleashed on so many people was always calling bitches her sons. Like a lot of the rumors are that she would like not perform certain places if they were gonna hire other females and like a lot of stuff a lot of people feel like she closed the box and now that there's this wave of women and people are like spending their money in those areas you don't got it all on lock you're not the only one anymore and instead of embracing it and finding a Mm -hmm. way to like go with it she's just fighting against it she's trying to go back at the same method she did before and Mm -hmm. not noticing that it's not working yeah I think when you so worried about having the sauce and like wanting the sauce and wanting to be at the top that's how you end up not at the top like wearing about everybody else because before it wasn't really any competition so she was just yeah. worried about herself she's just doing her thing but now that but now we see how she is under pressure like i haven't even listened to the album honestly because everything I, else I is just like, i listened to songs. dream barb the the one the rip, dreams. yeah and i mean the shit was straight but it, it was wasn't straight. what everybody was talking about i, was I like, thought I have, he was really gonna get some shit i wanted some shit especially I when i heard it was the, filled, okay? when i heard it was the biggie sample i instantly thought of warning you know who the fuck is this you know yeah. her oh oh shit so but when i heard it i was unimpressed as fuck i wanted yeah. like some speed to like i wanted to sit there with a pen and write shit down like did she say write mm-hmm. that down like i wanted to be like that like go look at the lyrics and yeah. see what motherfuckers done did mm-hmm. but i it was like and Bitch, you telling lies. It made me not want to listen to the album, which is why I didn't. Yeah, because her to redo the Biggie song, because the Biggie song was just him. It was dreams of fucking all these R&B bitches. And he was just, but his was funny. Yeah. Like, it was like, you know, him talking about like really funny shit. You could and, tell like, he didn't like fuck with them. Yeah, you could tell like it was a joke. But for you to be going in on like people who've been close to you, like it either needs to be funny or tea spilt, not just some yes. mediocre, like just bar for bar. Like it was good. But like, you actually know these people that nigga was coming straight out the game like straight into the game didn't know nobody so it was hilarious at the time to yeah. be like saying shit like that like who but you was this nigga right but bitch you know these people like we know that you didn't did songs with half almost every almost single nigga she, that she uh that she mentioned she did and a song guess what? with you done fucked it up now because don't nobody even want to speak to that you that young thug dress shit 
that nigga was irritated by that shit. Like he literally tweeted it. Like I don't be stealing nobody dresses. I could see That's how crazy. because he's been in the game for. And I don't even fuck with Young Thug. Like I don't like that nigga music at all. But he been in the game so long and then aren't respect still doing the shit. So for somebody to bring it up in that manner is like my nigga. I didn't work years to get motherfuckers to forget about that shit. And here you go bringing and it's it up again. Kind of like homophobic and stuff too. Yeah, you think yeah. We had that fan base. Like everything that he did in that sense was like art. He's from ATL. You know he's really inspired by like he just I don't give a fucker he's just like yeah. a really like he's like he's like a hood Free nigga spirit. who's like really artistic too yeah. so yeah. he does a lot of shit that people who listen to his music may not understand because they he still is really like yeah so like some of the shit she was just saying it's like she ain't think that shit through she was just like this about to kill him. I'm about to be back, y'all. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's really how she thought about it. I felt like that was the whole album because even her song with with my mans, I still can't believe she did a song with oh, this nigga. Fifi. Like, I didn't even listen to it. I won't listen to it. It was like it. I'm a straight. kid video. Like, I've never watched a video or heard this. Song, it was weird. But they're like, so your brother just went to jail for raping an 11 year old. And this like, nigga. We won't talk about still. And then this nigga is facing charges for being a pedophile and y'all do y'all playing like patty cake in a bubblegum room that's fucking weird as fuck and they probably didn't even think about that shit the whole movie they, they probably sh- did I was about to say I'm like, sure yeah, they did it didn't like, give a fuck that shit is like on some other cause like, motherfuckers still watching it that's still yeah. motherfucking shit I don't believe in the Illuminati but that shit seemed like some Illuminati I believe, weird shit I believe in motherfuckers trying to make a dollar and not giving yeah. a fuck who they offend like that shit yeah exactly she didn't I'm done with that that was not mm-hmm. well thought out at all closing that book okay <laughs> you got some corny jokes for us um I do oh also I want to mention really quick <clears throat> okay if you guys um, are on Netflix and saw the uh, new t- cartoon TV show they have, it's called Disenchantment. Watch that shit. I think, uh, did you watch it high? Because that's all that shit you will watch high. First of all, um, I'm I'm always high. Uh, so yeah, I did watch it high. <laughs> and um, it was it has the voice of have Abby. Have you been watching the Rev Run show? I didn't finish the season yet, but I have been watching I've been it. Watching, I ain't finished it. Yet. I told you it was like corny, like good TV though. It's good. Yeah. Um. The Disenchantment shit is starring Abby. She played on what the fuck is my show? Um. Broad City. Okay. Um. Ooh, I love that show so much. You guys should watch that show also. Um. But Disenchantment was really good. Um. And also, while we were talking about that lit ass weekend. Before I do my jokes, so they having Aretha Franklin's wedding uh, funeral is gonna be. I'm sorry, my friend got engaged today. Sorry, guys, I've been talking wedding all day. Don't Um, talk to her. Look, did y'all see the meme? It was like Whitney Houston pulling up at Heaven Airport to pick up Aretha, and she was like, "It was like, get in, loser." Oh my gosh! Um, but she's gonna have a four-day funeral event here. Yeah. Um, we're gonna see what that should be like. Chocolate That's gonna break. be insane. First Dick of all, gonna be falling out all the wigs on the floor. First of all, I That's fell out when I found out. Aretha. I, I was like, Aretha died. I feel no. bad because I was like, this is just gonna be an extension of the lit ass week we already had mm-hmm. because we are about to be graced with so many appearances yeah. of people in the city. It's gonna I be low ridiculous. I low-key was thinking about taking work off to go to her funeral at Great Grace because that shit about to be fucking lit. What do you mean? And I don't that even go to church. To I don't even I don't think either. nobody's gonna, gonna go to work. Right. I'm not. 
sorry, not First sorry. First of all, I had already told Kayla because I had found out that Prince died when I was at work. And this girl was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not okay. Prince just died. And that's how I felt like I'm glad I was sec- I'm secluded at my job because I was legit up there like looking out in the morning. I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt. Like, I really, like, Aretha Franklin is Saturday morning cleaning. Like, we always talk about, you know, black parents doing that shit. Yes. And Aretha Franklin was what my mama played when she wanted to get our asses up in the morning. Uh, so that shit was just, it was heartbreaking as fuck. But um, this... As far as funeral wise, is this gonna be one of the most lit? This is gonna be litified. And should we use the word funeral and lit in the same? We are. probably it's not, happening. but it's already. Yo, actually, funeral should be lit. Funeral should be lit. It's like, a celebration, celebration of life. life. I feel like if you old, your funeral should be lit. If you younger, your yeah, funeral is gonna sad. be sad. You know, you lost your life, but she lived a full ass life, yeah. so her funeral should be and lit. She like was when that Whitney, it. Prince, and Michael Jackson, they was still young. Mm-hmm. She almost, she was almost eighty. She you was, know, and she a, was terminally ill. Life, like so, she her funeral it all should be lit as that, hell. She done did it all. Like there was nothing else for her to queen at this point. So, um, R.P. Aretha Franklin. We gonna see what this funeral will be like, y'all. This shit. About to I just be crazy. want y'all to know, like they done had my hood. Online with the Aretha shit because her church is around the corner from me. Oh. So like people singing, streets blocked off, um, the news. I saw they was doing SUVs. like performances in front. Girl, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm trying to go to the grocery store. What's going on? Like, you should have just got a plate. I should have just got cousin. You know what? Y'all got a drive through. Just want to got a plate. Oh, so I know where I'm gonna eat for the next four days. Wow. Okay, so t- <laughs> we gonna do these. Food jokes. probably gonna be good. Um. <laughs> so just to let you know um, Don't feel bad if you don't laugh I Nobody usually does um, Ken Ka- laughed, laughed Kayla just gets upset Ken did laugh um, Chelsea I, laughed I knew Chelsea was friend. She had <laughs> <laughs> Okay My grandfather was a baker in the army okay. He went in all buns blazing <laughs> Oh buns like on his feet <laughs> Wow Look how she looking at you. <laughs> she is not happy. Okay. Usually I laugh at people's reaction. Hers is just like, and moving like, on. Okay, though. Um, why did the coffee file a police report? It got mugged. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. <laughs> No, you get mad at me when I tell you it's cute. No, that's because, nigga, you say it's cute for six weeks in a row. Like, eventually my nigga giggle shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that was funny. I'm sorry. Okay. And people will, it'll be a few. Oh, okay. Let me do this last joke. And then I got to shout out my man's about to caption that shit. Um, Okay. So what did a pirate say on his 80th birthday? Iron matey. Oh, like I'm 80. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she laughs like that should be hilarious to her. Like she got a pee. <laughs> don't. It just be like, why? But I would have never got that if you didn't just say that. I was just going to be like, oh, okay. No, but listen, I'm getting, I'm getting better. Because when we first started, it used to take me all day. Like, damn. Like, I was explaining every joke, like, so, yeah, notice. I'll be sitting there like, damn, I still don't get it. Like, I don't know, but... 
You did good. Okay, thank you. And I have to <laughs> shout out this guy. So, um, you follow me on social media. Mm-hmm. I have the same caption for all of my pictures of me by myself. Um, which is the Culture 6 Takeoff's Revenge. Yeah. Um, so I posted a picture um, because when I did a photo shoot with my friend Emerald, shout out to her, How To Be Dope, follow her on all social media. Um, her inspiration was SZA for the, um, for the photo shoot and people say I look like her. And so when I posted the picture, he um, said, caption, question mark. Like, I and I was not expecting that shit at right, all. Right, like, where is... <laughs> yeah, like he straight commented, he said, wait, where the fuck is it at? Oh yeah, he said caption question mark, and I said um, someone else is in a post with me, so no caption. He was like, "Oh, I guess that makes sense." Like people pay attention to your. Questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I used the uh, here, and just to be honest, <laughs> I used the same caption because I can never come up with cool captions, and I felt like that was cool enough to use for I every feel like picture. You kind of like trying to set the bar for people that don't have that creativity. I mean, y- y'all can join in with me. That's shit. creative, though. Like I've been using it for like, like eight what? months, six months. Whenever the before the Migo shit came out, yeah, it was it was like the end of January. Damn. I'm gonna start making all my captions these nuts. <laughs> and the moment I see you not say these nuts, I'm gonna be there. Waiting <laughs> <laughs> with the nuts. Um, uh, shout out to like, Kev Nose. He come like his shit was like man, like that's his for shit a couple everything. like yeah for a bunch of posts it was just man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna catch the wave and Facts. do this shit now. Like I gotta find something. I was like I'm gonna just pick one. Like now he is our Bible verses and shit. Um, follow him on all social media. Also, he's um, working with StockX. That's all that shit. Yeah. But um yeah, so I just was like, I'ma just pick one, fuck it, and use it for three hundred and sixty five days. Yes. Every year change it. Yeah. That I I, I just, somebody gotta remind me. Cause I'm gonna forget. <laughs> Yeah, I did. Honestly, I did it for like, I was keeping up with it. I was like, okay, cool. I was doing it for like a month and then I forgot on one picture. And I'm actually kind of glad I forgot on that one because I put, I was in California and one of my uh, friends I went to high school with was like, California where? And I was in her city. So then I had to go back and change it to the right Mm -hmm. caption. So that worked out well. But other than that, I've been pretty, pretty good with it. Okay, so let's get into you. Ooh. Hmm. So, what he said. How did the hit? Ooh, she that got was, me. That wasn't. It wasn't me, and I didn't do it. Yes, I hate when people get me. <laughs> so, how did you get this hippie thing going? Um, well, I've always been an activist, um, and I've kind of always just been marching to the beat of my own drum. So, I've done like a lot of protests. I'm always talking about like you know like civil rights and everything, and it kind of just. And I like to smoke weed and listen to. <laughs> ass music I mean that's so it just kind of came together my parents are kind of like really hippie my dad went to Woodstock like back in the day and everything so I kind of like just got it from them and I think it was my mom who told me like you're my hippie child there's seven of us so like I have like a very distinct personality well we all do it's really weird like for seven (laughs) kids to all be like totally fucking different (laughs) but um so like I the hippie one and I used to be thug ass hippie because I was out here like fighting and scamming and like going to jail and stuff but like then like I turned my life over to like the universe and now I'm just shiny the hippie that's what's up I love that I love that you like turn your life over to universe cause you know you always hear like I turn, turn my, my life, life over, over to God, God. I, I love the universe cause <laughs> it, it cool shows too, but like that's not what saves me <laughs> yeah no but I'm saying it, it's it's kind of refreshing to hear like people you know take a spiritual route and it does not necessarily have to be religious too mm-hmm. um now give us a taste like you said before you used to be like 
Joanne the scammer? Like, what happened before that you was like, can't do this shit no more? Um, Where did your transition come from? When I went to jail, like, when I turned myself in, mm-hmm. like, um... I got processed. Like, I've been detained before, but I never, like, but that got whole processed. process, like, what the Like, fuck? I got processed. I had to take a mug shot. Like, I was sitting in that bitch. Like, I really didn't know what was about to happen. And I was, like, I had been getting away with shit for so long. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was just fighting that I got in trouble for. And, but I was, like, you know what? Some of this shit might catch up to me because the case was from so long ago. It was, like, from, like, five years before that and so I was like what if this other shit started catching up to me you know like I don't know a lot of these people this well like I don't even talk to a lot of people anymore like I used to do shit with my ex-boyfriend so I'm like at any time what if he get pissed off yeah Mm -hmm. like anything could have happened and I was just like this shit not worth it like taking that mug shot was just like I looked fucked up like it was just too much so I was like I can't do this shit no more do you ever have to like revisit some of that shit to like be like no nah, that ain't me I can't go back all the time like I really be wanting to slap the shit out of people like <laughs> I really do like I can't I even help it like, like I really be like bro you don't know why is this person so close to me I'm about to slap <laughs> the dog shit out of them <laughs> like you know like even over petty shit and I gotta be like no don't do that it's not even worth it like bitch that's stupid like I really just tell myself like a lot of the shit I was doing was young and dumb and I'm 27 I'll be 28 this year like I'm too fucking grown to be to doing be shit that like that shit. yeah like I've learned my lesson like learn your lesson and that's how you get your blessings you can't keep repeating the same shit insanity mm-hmm. that okay. shit's crazy so is that where the the, the name of your EP is Flower Child comes yes. out the 27th yeah so is that where the name Flower Child came from? Well, at first it was supposed to be called Grounded and it was just like my base. I feel really grounded in my life right now. I feel like I'm like at the you base You feel like you're everything. getting it? Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm like getting my foot in. Like they say like your 20s is the hardest and then everything start popping. Like I feel like I'm like, okay, this shit hard, but it's going to get popping. Like I feel <laughs> it. But I like, something about the title just wasn't sitting well with me. And I'm like, it I don't know. For you. It it wasn't me. Like, even though I'm grounded, like, that's not who I am. And, like, this is supposed to be, like, vulnerable for me. Like, mm-hmm. this is supposed to show who I am. And right now, I'm a flower child. Like, I'm free. I'm living. Like, I don't feel so, like, inside anymore. Like, I feel like I'm growing and I'm beautiful. Like, here I am. I'm a flower child. So, I just changed it. Okay. I love flower child. <laughs> and you, you know what? Like, listening to your story, I can see that. Like, she's a flower. You've grown. Thank you, thank you. And when the guy who did the cover art, he sent me that picture for the cover art with me, like, in the trees and everything, and uh-huh. I had the idea, and I was like, bitch, Grounded would be dumb on this cover. <laughs> like, it would just look stupid. Like, So grounded you got where? the artwork before you finalized the name of it, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I think, I like, I was like... thinking about it already, and then when she sent it to me, I was like, yeah, this shit, Flower Child. That was a flag, like, mm-hmm. here you go. Yeah, your photo shoot came out so amazing. Thank um, you. Uh, shout out to Paris. He was your yes. creative director, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Listen, I love him. He's so amazing. Like, I had the idea about my photo shoot and everything. And he was like, oh, bitch, we about to get it together. <laughs> get it popping. You sound just like <laughs> Yes. And we did. Like, I'm like, I don't want it to look like we in the city. Mm-hmm. And he like, bitch, we about to get this. But I picked my locations. And I picked, like, everything. But Paris had the vision. I'm like, I want to do this. This is what I'm going to wear. 
this is how my hair is going to be. And he's like, okay, bitch, well, your makeup's going to be like this. You need to be standing like this. The shot needs to be like this. He's like guiding the photographer. And it just, to be able to work with my best friend because Mm -hmm. he knows my actual personality, I feel like that's what made the pictures just pop. Like, I was so happy with them. I even had my booty out. Like, (laughs) it was amazing. And that made it easier for you to change your title, too. Mm -hmm. Like, once you got your pictures and everything. That's what's up. So what can we expect from Flower Child? People can expect something different. So anybody who follows my poetry knows that a lot of times it's about like the world. Like Mm -hmm. I'm always talking about like the world. But this time I'm talking about myself. Like one of my poems called Darkness is about like my battle with depression. I also have um, a poem on there. It's called Ode to Daddy, which is about like, you know, me fucking my boyfriend. Like, you know, like there's just a lot of vulnerable pieces of me. I've never been a really vulnerable person. I've kind of been like a tough cookie and like everybody's shoulder. But I'm finally like exposing pieces of myself in it. So I'm really, really excited to share. Um, I even made one of the beats myself, uh, Warrior woman I made that beat because I had this poem and I'm like dog this shit is cold and I kept hearing this beat in my head and it wasn't any of the beats I had so I made it myself on my phone on was that your first one that you made no I had always been fucking with garage man when I was blowed but like, <laughs> like I was never just doing shit with it, you know. I'm about to be a producer. Yeah, like <laughs> you got an iPhone, bitch. Get high and do it. So, but like I did it, and I had my friend like mix the beat, and it like and it sounded exactly how I wanted it to sound. So I did that shit. So Warrior Woman, don't you have a video for that one? Yes, okay. I do. That was shot by Barry. Shout out to the Uprising Network. And it was like a really great experience because I just invited a bunch of bitches I fuck with. I was like, because the poem's just about like amazing women. So I was mm-hmm. like, hey, like come out and let's do it. And it was exactly what I wanted it to be. I even like directed it and everything. So with this project, I've put a lot of like things that I've not necessarily done before but Mm -hmm. wanted to do and it's coming out beautifully isn't that always like an amazing feeling yeah when exactly (laughs) how it is in your head comes out in real life yeah man I definitely didn't imagine it too like for so long I doubted myself Mm -hmm. but I knew I had like all these talents in me like you know I made a beat I directed a video like you know like I recorded this shit and once you start it's like I can do this shit yeah like what the fuck am I doing next now (laughs) shit I'ma sing no I'm not (laughs) that shit that ain't happening (laughs) that that ain't in my lane bro so do you um are you gonna do like videos for all of your songs? No, I'm not. Um, but I am going to do one to Ode to Daddy, which is gonna be a secret. I'll tell y'all after okay. how that video. Because I was oh, like, that song, yeah. like you might be. First high. of all, I yeah. thought you was definitely about to be like, oh yeah, that's for my father. No. Like yeah. you need to put a Z on that beat, Daddy. Oh, it's a Zaddy. But yeah, I'm gonna do a video for that. Um, but you know, I'm a performer, so maybe I'll do like a live video too. Like I really just love the stage. I love making my poetry come to life for people because a lot of times you know you read it and you like okay you read it from your perspective but when you see somebody do it you get it from my perspective I feel like that's the best that's Mm -hmm. the best type of poetry like when I hear the spoken word when Mm -hmm. I hear somebody and I can hear it like the passion in their yes. voice. Yeah. It's like, oh, bitch, I wouldn't have got this if I just would have read it. It would have mm-hmm. been yeah. totally different. Definitely. And not every piece is a spoken word piece. Like, some shit just sound crazy out loud because it just doesn't have a rhythm in anything. It could be, like, just an amazing written piece. But, you know, sometimes I even tweak stuff to make it a performance piece. So, like, I'm just really excited for, like, my show on the first because I'm going to be performing some poetry from it. And I'm just so 
so stoked because I'm going to be performing <laughs> a lot of this for the first time. So are you going to do like, because I know you have not your event, but are you going to do something like for your family or your friends, like your close family and friends before that to, for them to see it or hear it? No. No. <laughs> no. You're like, I'm um, just going to be there with everybody had, else. Like, have you let anybody listen to anything? I've let my friends listen to it. I don't get a lot of support from my family. Okay. Um, my family really just wants me to be like a lawyer and live like a normal life, but that shit ain't happening. That's like how all families are. Yeah, yeah, pretty so, much. Like, you know, I love and appreciate them, but you know, like them niggas That's don't That's not their lane yeah. you. So, but for my friends... My, I sent it to all my friends because my friends tell me the truth. Like, I do not hang out with yes men. Mm-hmm. Like, bitch, take that shit off before you leave. Like, you changing <laughs> your whole ass outfit. Okay, because like, what you're not finna do is go out with me. Yeah, like, like all my friends are literally like, you know, like, I got like some hippie, like, cozy clothes. And they be like, bitch, we done, you wear this at the house? Like, you know. <laughs> you going back in? <laughs> yeah, so I sent it to them before I decided, like, finalize the order and everything I just sent them like random pieces and it was like bitch is this the order too like this is fire like and I was just like everybody was so proud of me like even Paris cried after he listened to it because he was like you know like he was like this is amazing he knows I've been talking about this for like six years he know your journey Yeah. yeah so like that was like oh bitch we're doing this but I am gonna have like a private listening party and I'm gonna invite like some of my friends and stuff but other than that like I, my party is like my celebration I'm a partier like I'm a mm-hmm. twerker like I be doing all that shit so I'm gonna perform some poetry and then we getting it popping so <laughs> and my friends are helping me like they're decorating they're doing like spreads for food and like so I've made it this community thing like one of my cousins helped me get the venue the L Club so the party is pretty much like it's gonna be like a lot of people who just fuck with me there but my friends and family so it's the there. first Yes. And it's at the Ill Club. Yes. What it's time? a day party from four to nine. Okay. So I can be to bed by 11. <laughs> okay. <It's fun. laughs> Trying to make sure she make it to bed on time. For real. I, I be a tired ass bitch. But I'm really, really excited. It's going to be awesome. I got snaz hosting delo's doing a special performance and dag is the dj and he's dj'd almost every single event i've ever done so he know how to get it popping the way i need it to be popping so and you said it's on the first yes i'm gonna have to uh, make my way to the l club Slide give me some through, drink girl <laughs> yes through. here's some poetry really, really nice um, and i'll have a whole bunch of free merch that's my snapping guys. free mm-hmm. you know we like to wear free yep i'll have a whole bunch of free merch um you having a kickback right I'm going to, I'm performing at the kickback okay. next, this Friday. Okay. I'm so excited. It's at the Grand Venue. I'm actually that's going to be the first time that I'll be performing some stuff off my EP. It's going to be the first one. So I'm super stoked about the kickback. Uh, my homegirl Asia that I've been home girls with since high school. Mm-hmm. She's throwing it and it's going to be great. It's at the Grand Venue on Grand River. Um if you want $5 off your ticket, DM me and I will Eight. give you a super secret code. A super secret code. Do yes. that. Okay. I and- like that. Tell them where they can follow you. Shit. They can follow me on Instagram at the hippie T H E H I P P I E. I would tell you my Twitter, but you gotta find that shit, nigga, because I be talking hella shit. Man, because I be retweeting and be looking like, what <laughs> the fuck is yeah. she talking about today, dog? Yeah. Like, I'm with the shit. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else. I feel like I have more things. What is your favorite stage moment? Because I seen where you performed at. Where you perform at? St. Andrews. Yes, you were stoked about that. That was actually probably, okay, so the first time I ever performed and that time will be my favorites because the first time I ever performed, it was at the old Miami on K 
cast mm-hmm, and mm. it was just this dingy ass open mic and Jessica <laughs> Caremore was there and if you don't know who she is she's like one of the biggest spoken word artists and she's from Detroit and she used to win like um, what's it called Showtime at the Apollo all the time wow. and she was there and I like performed this poem drunk as hell scared as fuck and she came up to me and she was like that was dope she was like I can't wait to see your growth and that's Damn. what she told me because I was like 19 and that St. Andrew show I'm backstage and I'm literally like dog I gotta pee I gotta pee (laughs) like I don't even think I had to pee I think I was just nervous like and I'm just like and I'm sitting there and I'm like dog I'm about to fuck up because during sound check I fucked up like being on that stage was just intimidating the lights Mm -hmm. everything and I was like afterwards I'm like I had like three hours I went home changed in my makeup and I'm like bro I'm about to fuck this shit up I just already fucked it up and my little cousin sweetie was with me she's only like 17 and I like showed her cause she can sing so I'm like you know what roll with me for the day mm-hmm. and stuff and she was like it'll be alright she was like you already messed up so that means the next time it'll be better mm-hmm. and I'm like alright I'm gonna believe you <laughs> that was that <laughs> inspiration you need like, like, thank you little one yeah <laughs> like I'm like alright so I'm I'm gonna fuck with what you said and not what I'm saying to myself. <laughs> so I went up there and I'm like, now, like it's on. And I fucking killed that shit. But it felt like I was, I, it was almost an out of body experience. Mm-hmm. Like, because I knew I was performing and I knew what I was doing and I'm like engaging the audience and everything. And I'm like, once I was done, I was like, bitch, you did that shit. <laughs> like, you really fucking I did that shit. shit. Like, like, there you I go. Yeah. And I performed my poem, Bad Bitch. So I was feeling myself. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, because I always do something like vulgar, because in most spaces when I perform, people aren't coming there for spoken word. Yeah. So I got to catch their attention. So I always do something crazy. And once I did it, like everybody was so engaged with me, like cheering during my poems and everything. And I'm like, bitch, you are that bitch. Like this is it was just confirmation that I was supposed to do it just like the first time I did it. it like I constantly get these little reminders that like, bitch, this is what just you're doing. Do it. Like, mm-hmm. damn. So I really am that bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. So have you always been into poetry, even when you was, you know, doing a fighting and all that type of stuff? I always have written. I have like probably like 3,000 poems. Mm. I've been writing since I was a kid before I even knew what that shit meant for real. Like I've always just written. I like to talk a lot and I got a lot of emotions. So I you don't nobody want to hear that shit most of the time. So I figured out how to just write it out. So have you gone back and like rebirthed some of your old stuff? Some of that shit fucking sucks. I'm going to just be honest. <laughs> some of that shit is ass. To you though. But at least you can admit your growth though. Yeah, I see a lot of growth. Like some of that shit is ass. Like it's hilarious. Like maybe I'll do like a throwaway. Like here, take this free book of this bullshit. Like, <laughs> because some of that shit is ass. But like some of that shit is fire. I'm like, you were 14, bitch. This is great. You know? So like there's hits and misses all along the way. But I always go back to my old stuff. And even on my EP I have an older poem on there like you know there's just some stuff of mine that I just appreciate and I know is amazing that I'll always fuck with it okay so what else do you do other than poetry too I'm an activist right now I'm helping plan the Detroit Slut Walk which is on September 22nd okay um, Palmer Park what so come through <laughs> come through what we're I'll, marching I'll it's be about there. without consent you ain't getting shit you know so that's what we're talking about um I've helped plan a lot of marches do a lot of stuff um I also host a podcast called Mindfuck with Snaz in Paris and um I 
the fuck else do I do? I write a lot of, I write for AO Marker Love and I just do a lot of dope shit. Like it usually always involves like writing or mm-hmm. like activism okay. in like so many different ways. Like I could do like a million different things with it, but writing and activism is my jam. Okay. So how did you start doing podcasting? Um, People kind of pushed me into it. They were like, you, you talk know. a lot. And because I know so much like about like a lot of stuff. And I was like, if I want to do a podcast, like I got to do something a little bit different Mm -hmm. because I engage in conversation with people all the time. But I need people to teach me, too. I can't be the smartest person on my podcast. So we came up with Mindfucked because we were going to invite people who were experts on certain things and ask them and get the information from them. Because a lot of times I think people who are like me like you know activism stuff can be pretentious and think they're the smartest person in the room and think that they have the authority over like Mm -hmm. knowledge and that's just untrue and don't nobody want to hear you tell them how the fuck they supposed to be living and stuff and you don't really even know what the fuck you're talking about so like we've had like spiritual (laughs) advisors on you right who died (laughs) spiritual advisors on there um people um my dad was on there to talk about like you know baby boomers versus millennials we've just had had like a lot of different types of conversations um we talk about you know lgbtq rights uh feminism stds we had a conversation about hiv and aids that was really really interesting and Mm -hmm. like i learned a lot from and i can go back to those episodes and learn more because it's more so based on knowledge that we don't necessarily have but because we're always seeking knowledge we know the type of questions to ask the answers we need so I got pushed into that shit so I, I'm i doing it but I, <laughs> but I really enjoy it too I was gonna I'm say but you enjoy it though yeah, and you're doing it with your friends yes. so that makes it even mm-hmm. easier anytime where you can do some shit with your real true friends it makes it so much easier friends you can work with cause you can't work with all of them no, no you, you no. can't you no. gotta have some balance there so having Snaz and Paris people I can work with who into it who are logical and everything and a lot of times we agree to disagree on that bitch you know yeah. like you gotta do that all the time <laughs> welcome to the club we we are uh, so happy to have you um, thank you for joining us okay president and vice president of agree to disagree yeah, right no, fucking like, here okay we talking this shit up I'm tired of talking we just you think your shit and then I got my shit let's go mm-hmm. and it's and, over yeah and like and like I said I'm not like the kind of person that likes to talk about my feelings a whole bunch especially when it's unnecessary to keep talking about it like we have an understanding like my nigga I love you I don't give a fuck what we talking about like just I'll talk to you in 24 hours yeah shit's sweet when you when you got that connection with with them people it makes it so much easier because I feel like right now we still on our like our we on the same page but we we got a vibe yeah we are still um like getting to know each other again yeah and shit we um so we've been friends since we were forever yeah since like 14 15 and then Mm -hmm. we stopped being friends for three years and um getting to know a person after they've been through their growth is like Mm -hmm. and then you gotta learn them as a business person too yeah Yeah. because like you gotta the strengths the weaknesses who fills in what spaces like who does this and we are and you know what that's crazy because i'm like the heart it's like bad cop bad cop good cop Mm -hmm. and i'm the bad cop so like she'll call me like I wasn't going to tell you this because I knew you were going to do this. So it's like, okay, well, you coming to me now, so that means I get to beat somebody ass. So what's up? So pretty much, like at that point, I'm just like, it's like one of those sick of moments. Like, you asked for this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going like to I'm call. letting. I tried. I tried. <laughs> like I'm the because I'm I'm a real like 
for the most part, I'm a real rational person. I'm pretty calm. So I just like take a deep breath. And and also, I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. So I'm just like. And I do. Okay. Yeah, like, okay, who gives a fuck? But if it gets to the point, I'm like, okay, my nigga, now I got to let Cujo loose. Like Let me this go is, get it real This quick. is what all of you people ask for. I'm just opening the gate and running. So I don't know what the fuck I'll y'all finna do. I'll come back and get her later. My nigga, you better hope she get back in the yard. Period. Um, you guys got any wise words? I'll let our guests go first. Do what's in your heart. Because for a long time, I felt like I was fighting who I really was. And mm-hmm. I was a writer. So I was like trying to do a whole bunch of other shit. And then like I got into blogging, but it wasn't where my passion was. And forever, I knew that I wanted to be a poet. Mm-hmm. And once I started actually living in that, like life just got easier and like better. So it's follow your heart talk. because that shit is beating for a reason. And it's trying mm. to tell you something. Mm. That okay. was deep. Like that was that. poetry right there. You okay. heard that last line? I felt that I, I on like a spiritual that. level. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep it simple with you guys today. Um, you know what? I always say positivity breeds positivity. Think it and it shall be. If you feel like you're in a bad spot, you have to think yourself out of it. That's And that's so much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm. Yeah, being happy is a daily, like every day you wake up and make a choice to be happy. I was over here trying to think wise words. You see me looking at my, my, my thighs like mm-hmm. I was trying to come up with some poetry, but I'm not as good. <laughs> you know, like, uh, the yellow feather from last week. Uh, Chelsea with her yellow feather. Oh my gosh. With the, I, I don't know what the fuck that was about. Okay, so my wise words is um, do what you love. Because when you do what you love, it's, it's not just doing or it's not working and everything just works for you when you're doing what you love so make your passion a paycheck Amen. just think about Hello. it like that don't mm-hmm. feed into the everyday scuffle and hustle of life to where the point that you forget that you're trying to do what you love like people get stuck in that day-to-day shit and they like mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't got time to do what the fuck i love remember that nine to five funds your dreams that nine to five is not your dream and, and you know that's hard for some people too to think on that mindset like you think about it but then they still be like i gotta get this check and go home and be tired you know what i'm saying like do your nine to five and then go home and do your nine to five on what mm-hmm. the fuck you, you want to do being tired take a b12 Hell yeah nigga. yeah i'm trying to do this shit like listen if y'all don't pull your shit together that'll take over you because mm-hmm. like me and you had the conversation like I'm a mail carrier. A lot of people are stuck in that shit and will not let that shit go. Like, bro, you've been doing this same shit for how many years, my nigga? Hell no, I can't do that shit. And I feel like, especially with us, a lot of our generation are being told that once you get that good job, like, stay there. What, what you about to leave for? I don't tell so many people, like, I'm leaving the post office. And they like, for what? Like, that's the best job you can have. Like, because, nigga, this is not what I want to do. I'm not, not happy. The, yeah, it's not the end all be all. So we have to learn that it's always not the end all be all. You're going to be able to make it. So do what you love while you got your time here. Mm-hmm. My name is The Real K. Simone. You can follow me on all social media at Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that shit. Because I am the number one shit talker, the underdog, and the people's fucking champ. Thank you. Go right ahead. <laughs> I am Shawnee the Hippie, a.k.a. Chakra Khan, <laughs> aka Maya Angelou, <laughs> Lube. aka these nuts. Ah, every caption. <laughs> <laughs> From now on, I want to see all your pictures captioned these nuts, nuts, or it's really going to be a problem. I'm we gonna, gonna just drop I'm like <laughs> the, the nut emoji under every I'm picture. I'm gonna get like, blown and forget, y'all. <laughs>
That's what we gonna we'll drop the net emoji on under all. I'm gonna just start. Why do you put nuts yeah, on my page? Why do you keep putting nuts on my page? <laughs> and I'm gonna be blown as hell, like cracking up like. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a fucking squirrel emoji back. <laughs> like never saying shit, just nuts, <laughs> nuts. <laughs> this shit gonna be so much funnier when I'm higher. Okay. Um. Oh, and it's your favorite cornball, Robin Niggas, Robin underscore Niggas, on all social media. And do not forget to follow our podcast, Call You Back Pod, on all social media. And do not forget to go on iTunes, because we're fancy Fancy as fuck. fuck. Call You Back, the podcast. In lights. All right, you niggas. Um, We gonna call y'all back. Call you back.